You're listening to Unveiling the Magic Podcast, where newcomers and seasoned Potterheads are all welcome. Hello and welcome back to Unveiling the Magic. My name is Laura. I'm Joni. And I'm Priscilla. And in this episode, we'll be reflecting back on Sorcerer's Stone and the last 10 episodes. Yay! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's our reflection episode, guys. Yes. We're going to discuss, I guess, how we felt about the book. Yeah, I guess that's what we're doing. Are we doing okay? <laughs> no, I'm not doing okay. <laughs> uh, okay. I would like some wine, but... Are I you off tomorrow? tomorrow? Oh. Are you off on Thursday? No. So usually my days off are either Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. But my day off is on a, is Friday this week because of a co-worker's needing a certain day. And, you know, that would be nice if I didn't have to work Saturday. You oh, know? you work Saturday? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm doing well. Yeah. I think last last episode we were waiting on my COVID results officially. Oh, yes. Am negative <laughs> because yeah. we haven't recorded in like a week and a half or something like that. So yeah. um, that's, yeah, that's uh, good. I went back to work, so that was nice. I went to Sacramento. Um. What else? We were in Indy for the week. Oh yeah. Yeah, we did a little little vacation for uh, the kids' spring break. Um, and that's pretty much it. Well, I just, I worked. And then this weekend we had a little barbecue and I downloaded Jackbox games on the Switch because we usually always play at like a friend's house. And finally, like people were over at our house and we didn't have any games. Well, like we have games, but this group of friends doesn't play like board games. So we downloaded Jackbox games and it was fun. Nice. Was fun. I love Jackbox. I played that a few times. What did I do? Um, oh, so vaccines actually available to everybody here, and I got vaccinated. Nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I need to make my appointment. I think people of all ages can start here, like first week of April. Yeah, I think that's Florida yeah. too. I think it's like same April in Florida, 5th. April fifth. Yeah, but I want to make my appointment um soon. Because I feel like, I don't know if it's going to, I don't know. We'll see. But how do you feel? I feel good. We had a rough day. Um, I I actually called a small local pharmacy and they were able to get Kurt and I in out of some cancellations. We got the Johnson & Johnson because we're actually going to be going to Florida Thursday. We'll be there for a month. Um, so we wanted to get that one so we don't have to do the second dose. Well, that makes and sense. the day after was a little rough. I resorted to playing with Roxas with me laying down on the floor, but <laughs> but after that, we're fine. We're good. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. You're the first person I've heard that got that one. I, we would have preferred to have gotten like the Pfizer and Moderna, um, but with our situation, I would have, I've just felt more comfortable with us taking the, one what dose. we could, the one dose so that we were, we would be fully vaccinated because we did have to travel. So yeah. Nice. Well, then. No more tickets or sleeping in, Laura? Oh, no. (laughs) I've been good. I feel like my body needed, like, two weeks to, you know, adjust to the time change. Because this week, I've been even earlier than my few minutes earlier. Oh, nice. Okay. Because I was like, 
overcompensating from being late. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I guess this episode, we will be um, answering your questions, right? Yes. Oh, yes. man. We got some interesting questions over on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you, everybody who submitted questions. We really appreciate it. Yeah, we do. We appreciate yes, and they're, that. They're good questions. Yeah, I read through them. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I have to think about some of these questions. <laughs> yeah, I should have studied these questions. <laughs> so I was prepared. <laughs> All right, shall we uh, jump right in or? Yeah. Okay, so last episode, we finished the book as we've mentioned multiple times already. <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned everywhere. <laughs> We're very proud of ourselves, guys. Uh, but Harry, Ron, and Hermione have completed their first year at Hogwarts. And they are now enjoying, uh, kind of, um, on Harry's part, uh, summer break. Yep, yep. It's summertime. Okay. Well, how how did we feel about uh, at the end of the book? Am I referencing me now or me when I was so? Like, if you if you ask me, like when I first read the book, I don't remember actually. I remember wanting to read the book and not being allowed to buy it. And I remember getting the book for my birthday, and then I remember being told, you know, there's more books. Keep reading. But I honestly don't remember anything else about back then. I do remember having a vivid memory of reading about them meeting Fluffy <laughs> because I thought that was really scary. <laughs> but I guess my feelings at the end of this reread slash listening to the audiobook, I don't know. I was just excited to be done with book one with Priscilla and to start chamber i'm just really really excited about chamber yeah yeah i'm excited to start that too well i'm yeah i'm i'm still reading it um but as far as this okay what were my thoughts <laughs> at first when i started reading it i was like oh wow i'm reading a harry potter bo- harry potter book and then when i finished i was like oh my gosh i just finished a harry potter book i'm cool now <laughs> but I definitely, at the end, you kind of feel a little bit set up for the rest, I feel. You know, the yeah. I like, I was listening to our, I listened to our podcast. I listen back to it every week. So our most recent one, and basically us, when Dumbledore talks to Harry and says, you can't know that now, maybe mm-hmm. later or something like that, when Harry asks him, why me? So I feel like the afterwards, you have kind of have that feeling of like, okay, I'm set up to continue reading and kind of develop that story. Good, good little foundation. Yeah, but it was good. I enjoyed it. So I actually just remembered a memory of me finishing the first book. I can't believe I remember this. It was during, I think it was during the summer. But I was at Esther's house, and she actually submitted some questions, um, because it was her book that I was reading. Because, um, oh, little reminder, my sister did not let me read her books. I was sneaking them and (laughs) I was like, I think I was like really close to finishing. I think I just had like maybe one and a half chapters left of the book and I was only at her house for like a little bit longer. And so I actually rushed the last few chapters and I remember I was at her house, literally like there was a bunch of people there because it was like a church thing and... I was just sitting in her living room reading Harry Potter oh while everybody gosh. else was just socializing. Out. Yeah. <laughs> and I kept on like looking and I'm like, oh my God, how am I not done yet? 
because I'm rushing because I'm pretty sure Sissy was gonna like come pick me up or something and I needed to oh finish it before oh you like came and picked me up and then I finished it and borrowed her second one uh thankfully wow. I already knew like the twists and stuff so it wasn't that surprising um I just kind of I, I kind of messed up that entire part for myself like reading it for the first time because I was just rushing true yeah and you said that you like you saw all pretty much one through five movies before you started reading yeah but at least with the books there's a lot that isn't in the movies so even yeah. if you did see the movies which we will be talking about next episode yeah yes i feel like when i finished it was kind of one of those things it's like oh it kind of starts making sense why people are so obsessed with the harry potter books like i can see how this creates such a huge fandom yeah yeah i'm sure it'll (laughs) it'll make more sense once i dig deeper into a few more books but yeah so that's kind of that's kind of those were kind of my thoughts after we finished this one actually leads pretty well into the second one like it really encourages you to be like oh i kind of want to Really want to continue the way it yeah. ended. We can share, if we have one, our most and least favorite moment of the book. I'm trying to think of my least. Uh, I can think of your least, Joni. <laughs> Literally an entire episode dedicated to fire-breathing Joni. True. <laughs> oh, gosh. My least favorite moment of the book would probably be... I, okay, I guess I'm, I'm thinking about like how I felt reading it. So I'm going to go off oh. of that. But it would be like when when Harry was growing up, like reading about yeah. that. The Dursleys. Yeah. The Dursleys. But yeah, I feel like that would be my least favorite. There was never a moment where I was like, this is boring. I don't like this part. I'm just going off of emotion. So I felt really kind of angry about it and upset. And I don't know if that's because I was reading it as like an adult. If it's different when you're reading it as a kid, like, I don't know what your thought process was, but yeah, I would say that was my least favorite. My most favorite moment. There's so many. Yeah, there's a lot of good moments. There's a lot of good moments in this book. The trio meeting each other. Mm-hmm. Harry finally going to Hogwarts. Harry and Hagrid moments. Just all the magic. It's hard for me to pick one. What about you guys? Um. Yeah, I th- I'd say the least favorite is the Tursleys. Yeah, you just feel a lot of sympathy for Harry, and you're like, "What the heck? Like, how did he get stuck with these people? And how yeah. are these his relatives?" Yeah, that's true. Favorite moment? I guess I I really do like how they became friends. So Halloween, Harry yeah, thinking one. he was like saving the day by locking in the bathroom, and then realizing. That they were originally trying to sit, like get Hermione, but they trapped yeah. the troll in with Hermione. Mm. And then that, you know, at the end of the chapter, they're like unspoken agreement that they're friends now. And it's cute. It's a good moment. I will say, thinking back now, especially with the Dursleys, I'm pretty sure when I did do rereads before, I would skip the Dursleys part. Wow. Really? I'd sometimes skip the first book, honestly. <laughs> Like, see, I'm so I can't skip things. I wish I could. Like sometimes I'm just like, you don't enjoy this part, so just skip it. Yeah. Like I mean, when I'm reading a book, I can't, like when I read the story, I can't just go and read Prisoner without reading one and two. Yeah. <laughs> Which because uh, I'm crazy. 
I popped in to Priscilla and Phil's supporter <laughs> uh, stream oh, that's right. this week or like last week. I watched that. And Phil was just like, oh, that's overkill. And I'm like, oh, I guess I'm going to make my presents now. Because <laughs> I was that's just like so laying funny. in bed. Just to give you guys some background, we were doing um, a supporter stream and just chatting. And uh, I don't know how it was brought up. Do you remember, Jody? I don't remember how it was brought up. I don't know. I was doing things, which is why I wasn't talking in the chat. I was like, it was my morning. I was like washing my face, waiting for Roxas to get up. And then I just hear Phil mention, or you mentioned. (laughs) I mentioned that Laura had spoken about this on (laughs) our podcast. I think I remember, because you guys were talking about another movie that you guys wanted to watch, and you said you wanted to watch the Harry Potter Oh yeah, I wanted to to watch it over um, Discord with with our supporters. Yeah, it, I just happened to say, well, um, Laura said that she watched or that she reads all the books before she watches the movie, or that she watched, I guess. And he was like, she reads the like the book before she watches the movie. I'm like, no, no, she reads like book one. If it's she's if she's watching the fifth movie, she reads book one through five. He's like, what? That's overkill. And then Joni's like. Ah. I'm here. No, it's not Phil. <laughs> I, was like, I was lurking, but I yeah. guess I'll show my face. <laughs> Let me clear clarify, because it does sound crazy, and maybe it is crazy even after I clarify it. But what I mean by that is you you hear, oh, the new Harry Potter's coming out next summer. Okay, I'm gonna start reading it. I don't start reading five books in the the week that I plan to see the movie. It's it's been a pe- a time period of you know. It's been a few months or a year because I, you know, when the movie's about to come out. Yeah. yeah. So you start so reading. I then. just, yeah. So I would just start reading when I felt like it was like I knew I could get the book series done. But that he you, would still that consider still that might. overkill. <laughs> I know. And I was like, that still might seem like overkill, but I just wanted everything fresh in my mind, which I don't know why because. Like I said, I would step out of the movie theaters and I'd be like, they did this wrong. They changed this. Why did she say this? Why did he get that line? Like, yeah. yeah. But I just enjoyed it. I think, you know, I've met other people who do the same thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And torture themselves. But yeah. But there's also something about like, because especially when the movies were coming out, like the movies were, would come out every like what two years or something like that yeah to where when you hear it's like coming back you kind of get excited and you kind of want to put yourself back into yeah. the, the world like what are what are we going to do for the next two years you know like, yeah like yeah. You, how are you, you going to consume of, it yeah you kind of want to go back enjoy the the world of harry potter again and the only way you can do that is if you are reading the books again or what i liked to do just kept me in the world of harry potter when I was a teenager, is just read fan fiction. Yeah. I loved doing that. I just liked reading other people's perspectives of what would happen. I don't know. It's something about immersing yourself back into it because, like, like especially then we were all in school, so, like, you, you get focused on other things and then, like, oh, the movie's coming out. Let's, like, get back into this place. I don't know. There's some... It's, like, reading a book for me is very immersive for me to where I do need to kind of center myself into that specific place that that book brings you yeah that makes sense I can see that I think (laughs) yeah he's Phil's very much not a book person so 
He was like, what? They do what? Or they did what? <laughs> it was funny. But yeah, I can, I can see that though. Um, okay, so if you could have read the first book through a different character's point of view, would who would that be? Ooh, that's a good question. I was inspired by one of the episodes where Joni wanted what Hermione's point of view. Yeah, yeah, I want her point of view in the entire series. Oh my gosh, I honestly, feel like her point of view would align with mine a lot of the time. Probably. Also, I want to know how her brain works because, <laughs> like, some of the connections <laughs> she makes, I'm just like, what? Oh, gosh. I would have to say the same for me. Hermione's, yeah. Could you imagine, like, Ron's point of view, though? Oh, my God. That would be so funny. <laughs> yeah. Or McGonagall's. I want, like, an, like a, an adult view. Yeah. Or Hagrid's. Could you imagine, like, having the point of view of Hagrid being in the bar and, like, giving? <gasps> oh, my god. Oh, I like that giving away the secret for fluffy yeah i've never thought about that i know it's really early for albus because you don't know much but man i would love that yeah i also like the thought of anybody who was not in the inner circle of harry potter yeah Mm -hmm. we touched on that a little bit (laughs) could you imagine oh gosh here he is again (laughs) (laughs) once again so now that you read the series, Priscilla, is there anyone in your life you would recommend or, yeah, recommend reading the series? Um, Definitely my husband. I've told him to time and time again, but he's like, I'll just watch the movies with you. I'm like, oh, okay. yeah. I don't think David will ever read the books either. Same thing. He's like, nah. I mean, I've watched the movies. So. Yeah. And he was like, I'll watch the movies again and again with you. But <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, and he he said it the other day. He's like, maybe I'll read the books. Oh, maybe. Maybe. He needs some incentive. Yeah. But he would definitely be someone that I would recommend to. Um, and I feel like everyone else that I know <laughs> has read it. <laughs> well, I tried getting Kurt to read them. I think he read the first two. Oh, man. I, I wish I, I still that. had MySpace. So when Kurt and I were first dating... We both agreed if I played all oh, the Kingdom yeah. Hearts games, he would read all the Harry Potter books. I'm really bad at video games. <laughs> and it's really hard for me to get into into games. I don't know. I didn't grow up with them much. Like I had we had Nintendo, but we didn't play it that much until like until Kurt gave us Animal Crossing on the GameCube and then that changed mm-hmm. everything. But, like, I don't know. I did really bad with the first Kingdom Hearts game. And he read the first two books. And he actually gave me... He would send me a summary of what he had read. Oh, my God. You read them, sissy, um, at one point. Did I? I don't remember. I remember your deal. Yeah. To play Kingdom Hearts, he'll read the books. Because didn't he borrow our books? Yeah, he borrowed our books. He read the first two. And, like, he had, like, these really silly summaries. Like... I can't. Oh my gosh. Yes, I wish you still had it. I wish, but they were all on MySpace, you know, back oh, then. MySpace. Um, but yeah, I played the first Kingdom Hearts game, basically had him beat all the bosses for me, so then he was just like, I'm playing the game for you. This <laughs> deal was off. But I did let him name our child after a character in the game, so I feel like he should... <laughs> <laughs> There are your points. <laughs> yeah, right. And yeah, I this did, is true. He needs after to read the we rest got of the married. Book. I did play one. Is Kingdom, one Kingdom Hearts, Hearts his favorite yeah. game? 
Yeah. I've seen some people play it. Yeah. It's a good game. Yeah. It's like it's Final I've Fantasy them play and, it. and Disney mixed together. Okay, so I asked this question because I know my answer. Were any of you guys nervous about starting the podcast or like, for example, I was insanely nervous and I feel like you can hear it in my voice when I'm doing my chapter discussion in episode two. So I was just wondering, were you guys nervous too or was that just me? <laughs> I was. Yeah. I, I mean, I was nervous, uh, but I definitely don't think I was as nervous as you were, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think either of us were, but um, I definitely, I mean, anytime you start something new, I think it's uh, very normal to be nervous. I just remember I rehearsed my chapter. Oh, yeah. Multiple times. So that just reminded me, and I hadn't thought about it since then, because I've only did it for the first chapter episode. So episode two, I timed myself. I like timed it. <laughs> I rehearsed it and I timed it because I was also worried, like, I didn't want a super short episode. Like, I didn't want us to come on and, like, talk for 10 minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wanted to yeah. fill, fill space, not too much, but I was just, okay, well, how long is my how long is my part? And then I'll, like, try and, like, compare that to Joni and Priscilla, so times three. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, I just remembered that cuz that was the only time I ever did it. Yeah. Well, I'm very much a procrastinator, so I definitely <laughs> do my notes either the day of or the night before. Um so I didn't really have time to rehearse or anything like that. But at the same time, I I have recently been streaming, so I'm very used to talking in front of a camera to people that are chatting live. So I guess to me, bringing that into the podcast, I was just very like, okay, this will be cool because it's very different from streaming in the fact that you can talk and you're going to be edited out and stuff like that. So it's not live. So if I mess something up, I know that it can be cut out. But I think the whole like talking into a mic and having a camera in front of me, I was used to. So I wasn't nervous about that. But I was nervous about how... I would say like what how it needed to be structured or if I, I, I don't know what I was going to say and like, mm -hmm. you know, if, am I going to have questions or am I going to understand what you guys are saying? And but I'm yeah. glad that I think that we I think we did a good job. I Me find too. us entertaining. I, I listen to us. <laughs> I, I say the same thing to Phil when we're streaming. I'm like, I would watch us, <laughs> but I listen to us like the last three episodes of ours. I've listened to us. Um, on my walk slash run that I do mm -hmm. and I love when I can listen to something and I don't worry about the fact that I'm running and I hate running and doing cardio mm -hmm. you know so it's so the fact that our podcast can do that and I'm just like laughing and maybe because it's so personal to me because I know us obviously yeah. that I'm laughing but I just like I'll find myself like running and like chuckling while I'm listening to <laughs> us and I just feel like I don't know that's a good sign I do so. I do laugh when I re-listen to him I usually yeah. listen I mean, I listen a lot because I edit it. Yeah. But yeah, I still laugh at the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And props to Laura for editing every single one of our episodes. I think yeah. that that deserves a huge thank you and recognition no because uh, you do it's, a really good job. Yeah. It's been fun to learn. Yeah. You're like self-taught, right? Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Thank you, YouTube. <laughs>
Okay. Do you guys have a favorite episode? I just, I remember, one of my favorite moments, and this is not even like something serious, it's, is this a Star Wars story episode where Priscilla goes, is Snape his father? (laughs) (laughs) And I know she was just joking, but it was just such a funny moment, and I wasn't expecting it, and it was great. Uh, I I still laugh at that. That was good. Honestly, I I really like I know that we did this multiple episodes, but <laughs> the moments that we just like like just laugh at yeah. Laura <laughs> It's been multiple times. I Oh I, my yes, gosh. But- oh you you know, it's just all love. But Laura And Laura, just just so everyone knows, this is not just a podcast thing. This is a a normal yes. thing that people around me experience and it's just like <laughs> oh my god it's just like i can hear it you know when i'm listening to i can hear me and joni whenever because <laughs> it'll be like moments that joni and i look at you and then we look at each other and then we're just like what's going on are you okay <laughs> like are you stressed <laughs> i don't know if, if everyone catches it but joni like mumbles under her breath and sometimes she says the funniest things, and I won't hear them when we're recording. I won't hear them till I'm editing, and I'm like, oh, my God, Joni said that. <laughs> I'm really good uh, at being funny to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so those episodes when they're, like, these little moments, I, I, I love those. Because I just feel like it just shows our relationship, you know? It's not, like, super formal or anything, and I feel like... Um, that's why I, I I love what we're doing. Yes. Yeah. That's why I love you guys. Mm-hmm. I always get excited to listen to every episode just to see how to see edited it. Yeah. Because it's like, how do we sound this week? What parts made it to the bloopers? Um, I remember. Oh, oh, okay. I don't think I got to this week's the end. I think maybe I have like seven minutes left of it. That's why I haven't heard of the bloopers this week. Oh, but, um, enjoy. <laughs> I did like when you started adding those to, if you guys don't yeah. know, well, I feel like we already mentioned this before, but there are bloopers at the end after the outro music. Mm-hmm. Yes. I really like that you added those in there. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, like like I said, now I edit downstairs in the living room with David, but I'll just start chuckling like out loud and he like knows that it's just something I'm editing and I'm just laughing <laughs> at ourselves. Yeah. I do that too. And I'm like, walking with bill and i'm laughing and he's like okay (laughs) he's like are you listening to your podcast you should be like like, you know you should really listen to this podcast like it's hilarious (laughs) yeah whenever he does get to whenever he does get to listen to it he loves to like show me his phone and he's like look i'm listening to your podcast and i'm like cool thank you it's like on episode two and a half Kurt just listens to them whenever you listen to them. I listen to them because I listen to our podcast generally on my TV just because it's easier. So like he'll be there sometimes for like the tail end of a few episodes. Yeah. He says it's good though. So there's that. Kurt approved. Yeah. yeah. So are we ready for the Q&A? Ooh, yeah. yeah. We're ready to jump into the uh, questions that our listeners gave us. Does Phil count as a listener though? yes you know i literally thought that as soon as i said that i'm like phil's question is the first one (laughs) he's a listener he's just a slow listener i kid 
You want to read Phil's question, Priscilla? Yeah. So, uh, Philip on Facebook, <laughs> he asks, okay, thinking back on the first time you all read the Sorcerer's Stone or Philosopher's Stone, what was your first hand over mouth, oh my God moment? My first one? Oh, goodness. Mm. I know mine because I think we kind of just... I just said it earlier. Oh my gosh. Is it the, is it the troll? Because I was going to say that. <laughs> no, I think oh. it was, um, I think it was fluffy. Like I said, I, I don't have a lot of memories of the first time reading it, like the actual book, but I remember being very like, what the heck is happening when they ran into fluffy. And I was just like, what the heck is that thing doing there? And then Hermione goes, it's like standing on a trap door. So it's obviously hiding something. So I think that was my first. I was more shocked about the dog, a three-headed dog. Yeah, because they like close themselves in there with it, right? At Mm -hmm. one point. That's the first time that they see it. Yeah. Yeah. With Neville. Poor Neville. Neville. Oh, I would love to see a point of view, Neville. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he'd be a good one. It's just the ceiling for two hours <laughs> at the end of the book. Oh, that's right. <gasps> oh, poor thing. Oh, my God. And maybe... Jody. Maybe, I, maybe even Trevor keeps him company, too. I don't know. Trevor ran away from him, but... Yeah, Trevor's done. Trevor's yeah. like, peace out. He was actually ready to leave. But I think my first hand over mouth, oh, my God, moment was the troll. Lo- when they realized that they locked the troll in with Hermione... They yeah. were, like, and then as you're like, oh my god, what are they gonna do? How are they gonna save her? So I'm trying to think, that would be my first one. I mean, there were a lot after that, but that's the first one I can yeah. think of, and that's early on in the book. And yeah, so I, I would say Mine, that one. Since I had already watched the movies, there wasn't a lot that I can be like. There wasn't a big twist that surprised me, obviously. But when I found out about the mirror of Ezra. Or arised. <laughs> Arisad. You're like combining them both. Who knows? Yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but when I found out about the whole words backwards thing, I remember like, oh my God, and grabbing the book and um, oh, like yeah. looking at it for, yeah. for myself. I don't know. But another one, I, I, I honestly don't remember how I felt, but thinking about it, probably the big, big moment that just wasn't in the movie would probably be the whole norbert norbert yeah. yeah like oh wow like ron actually like helped they t- they helped take care of that the mm-hmm. dragon as opposed to dragon just being there for a scene and then being yeah. sent yeah. off speaking of the mirror mm-hmm. that brings us to our second question right Ooh. what do each of you oh excuse me and this was actually from jacqueline on instagram jackie shout out to jackie um, what do each of you think you would see in the mirror of Erised? Arised. And now I forgot how to say it. <laughs> the movie uh, Erised. So what what remember. do we think that we would eat? What do what do you think you would see? That's a good question. Ooh, it's very mm. Is it very personal? It is. I think we personal. can we can um in this moment, what is the thing that you desire most right now? Not like in your okay. entire life. I could tell right you now. right now what I desire is to have a house. Like yeah. it would be me in a house in it. Okay. Okay. I know what it would be. <laughs> it would be me in our house, the one that we want, which is apparently very difficult for us to get. But 
in a room that's dedicated for streaming and podcasting. All set up, looking so pretty, so organized. That's what I would see. Oh, I, I mean, like a, a beautiful kitchen and a beautiful, you know, all that would be great too, but <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that. that's what I would do. What about you, Jenny? There's like a a more like, I can't find the words. Um, I would like my brain back, please. <laughs> you guys, trying to plan a month-long trip for a toddler is a lot. Oh, I bet. So do you want a vacation home in Florida? So this is actually... <laughs> This is what I said. There's like a broader, like more in the future thing that I really want. And then there's like a right now, I just want four days of uninterrupted sleep. Um, <laughs> but, but the more interesting one would be Kurt and I want to buy a house in Florida that like his mom can live in while we aren't there so that when we do settle down, because Kurt's in the Air Force and we move around all the time or we're meant to move around all the time and that whenever we visit and go back home to florida for like a trip like this for like a month or so we have our own space Mm -hmm. that's it but also i really do also want a separate room for all of kurt's games because like (laughs) right now his games are all just kind of decoration in my living room and he doesn't touch them and they're just there oh i noticed a trend here with our desires (laughs) super exciting stuff guys let's see what do you got for us laura (laughs) um i don't even know i don't know what do i want in this moment i don't know this podcast to go viral I, yeah <laughs> i was gonna say something about the podcast yes of course i want the podcast to <laughs> like <laughs> blow up one day now um you know i'm excited to see how it grows organically mm-hmm. um that's what i always wish for our podcast and you know i'll just copy off of you guys i would like to buy a house <laughs> but that's like more in the the future like year year or so Oh, in my house. Actually, it's not even in the house. I want a backyard where I can have the most beautiful, big garden. That's that's what I want. Mm. You want mom's garden? Yes, but I want more. She has a lot of tropical stuff. Yeah. But I want like lots of flowers. I want veggies and herbs. I want trees. Just all of it. Yeah. Did that answer the question, Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jackie. We all want to be able to buy a house. <laughs> yes. Um, and fill it with fun stuff, pretty much. Yes. All right. I'll let you guys read the next ones. Okay. So what do you feel is the most important theme that one can take from the first book? This is from Amanda. Amanda. What do you feel is the most important theme? It's Oof. Okay to rely on the people around you <laughs> yeah harry harry, harry potter <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what we all thought Speaking to you yes that's Ooh. a good theme and a good reminder for everyone you don't have yeah. to do everything on your own yeah that's a good first i mean that's a good theme for this one yeah make friends and lean on them yeah because you don't know like you know what their uh strengths are and they could very much be your weaknesses exactly what character also from amanda on instagram what character do you most identify with from the first book probably neville (laughs) (laughs) i'm not like hermione yet when hermione loosens up i feel like i can identify with her a lot more Mm -hmm. but right now 
Especially with like a new situation, I feel like I'm a flailing mess. And that's exactly what Neville is. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one, honestly. Gosh, I feel like I would be, I would still go, you know, I would still pick my boy Ron because I feel like he's kind of in between. He's not as like intense as Harry is about being the hero and doing mm-hmm. all of this, but he's also not like all in when it comes to like studies and being the best wizard although when he does look in the mirror he's you do kind of see what he actually wants but i feel like he's kind of in between and i feel like i would be that that way too i'm never like the front person like the lead person like harry would be so i probably identify with ron the most i would be i guess a little bit of hermione a little bit of neville yeah with a lot of things, especially new things, I try to over-prepare for them because I want to feel like I don't want to flail. But in reality, I flail. So I yeah. try to overthink. Do both. Oh, yeah. I overthink a lot. You overthink and you put too Everything. much pressure on yourself, which is yes. very Hermione. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's mm. true. Hermione with the devil's snare. Poor thing. But there's no wood. <laughs> <laughs> if you could choose your own house... Would it be the same or different than the one you were sorted in? I was originally sorted into Hufflepuff, and I think I fit there really mm-hmm. well. Um, For me, honestly, I still am not, like, super, oh, yeah, he's definitely a Ravenclaw, or they're definitely a Slytherin, mm-hmm. because I'm not, I've only read the first book, but I have heard attributes of Ravenclaw that I'm like, it doesn't sound like me. Like, they're usually, like, the most book smart. Not saying that I'm dumb, but I just, like, I'm not (laughs) that type of person. Yeah, I think when we get further into the books, we see a different side of Ravenclaw that isn't so, like, a straight line into that whole of... Just being book smart. Book smart, yeah. Although you do, you don't like riddles, and you have to answer a riddle just to get into your common room. Did you know that? That is true. Mm. <laughs> but they have it has been said that like if you didn't know the answer like other ravenclaws would just huddle together and, and work together to get the answer yeah okay i am i feel like i i don't know i don't know Do you but see I, I guess your- what else are some other traits that, that you guys can think of ravenclaw let's see let's resort to the internet yep that's what i'm saying <laughs> Ravenclaw traits. Wit, learning, wisdom, acceptance, intelligence, and creativity. See, mm, I would yeah. go with like wit 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It says best, best traits wise, worst judgmental. <laughs> uh, I feel that. Um, and I think you're a, a creative person oh, and, and very accepting. Yeah, I would go with everything. I do like to learn. When I learn something new, I do enjoy mm-hmm. it. But I guess, yeah, the whole like book smart, like they're like, you know, the smartest or whatever. If that's the thing, then I'm just like, mm. yeah, you know, I wouldn't really put myself in that category. But yeah, I guess I can see that. Do you see? Oh, would you? Oh, if I would, um, if I would choose a different one, is that what it's asking? Or if you could choose your own house? Oh, if I could choose my own house. That's yeah, that's right. It could still be Ravenclaw. I feel like Ravenclaw, yeah, because I wouldn't consider myself brave, like Gryffindor. Hufflepuff's very kind, loyal. I feel like that's very, very you. That's very both of you guys, actually. Yeah. (laughs) If I could choose a different house, 
Only because sometimes I just don't think I'm don't think I'm like Harry. I could but, see myself in Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff. But like I feel like Harry, you shouldn't just compare yourself to Harry because there's many other different yes kinds and then I of think bravery. about you know Hermione and I think about Neville and their roles in Gryffindor, especially when you learn later. I still see that, so that's why I ultimately always choose Gryffindor. Yeah, I feel like Ravenclaw fits me the best. Now that I'm just kind of looking through them. And I feel like if I would say like a second one, it would probably be Slytherin because I'm pretty determined and Mm -hmm. I feel like that's one of their strong suits. Yeah. And ambitious. Yeah. Yeah. Would you change yours, Joni? No. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so I take the percentage test. I, I mean, I haven't taken it in like a couple, in like a year or so. But when I have, it literally flips back and forth between Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff. Um, and that's just because as I got older, I do value doing the research a little bit more. And just like, I miss learning, which yeah. is why I think that's where my, my Ravenclaw comes out. But I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's tattooed on me, so I have to be. So. <laughs> Where do you have that tattoo? I have a badger on my arm. Oh, that's a cool tattoo. Thank you. Okay. What character do you wish had a larger role in the book? And this is from Esther. Esther. I would say Dumbledore in this book, at least. I don't know what, you know, what he Mm -hmm. does in other books, but we barely talked to him and he was like this, like, we got a moment of his in the beginning and then when he was saving Harry, basically. And it's like very small moments. And you're just like, can I get more moments with this dude? Isn't he like a very powerful wizard? Um, yeah. Yeah. But that probably would be mine. I don't know who I would want more of. Fluffy? <laughs> Norbert? No, we were, we were ready like... for him to go away. Yeah, he was He was giving me anxiety. Yeah. He was. <laughs> like, get this dragon out of here. Yeah. I feel like this gets fulfilled in later books, but like, I feel like Ron's family because you really only interact with percy really yeah mm. fred and george didn't a little bit too a little bit yeah uh, they're kind of in there a little bit my favorite part of the series as a whole is just like the kind of domestic game. interactions that harry has with the weasleys because he very much just becomes one of them mm-hmm. and I, I just i want more like i remember getting really excited probably the first few times i read those series Every time they were at the train and they like, you have those little interactions where he like listens to the Weasleys and with listens to Mrs. Weasley talking and <laughs> like lecturing her family and then like the twins helping him with his stuff. I like that. Yeah. it's a good one. Okay. I wish we had more of Nicholas Flamel. Flamel. <laughs> because he's really just Flamel. mentioned. Like, why couldn't we have met him? Like, why yeah, couldn't that Harry have been met, cool him if we met him in like the hospital yeah. wing or... You know, thanks for saving the stone. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's just like if he die. was in there with uh, Dumbledore at the end. Yeah. When in the hospital wing, at least for a moment. Like, yeah. You Harry got to meet him or something. That would have been cool. Uh, do any of the characters remind you of anyone you know? Also from Esther. Well, I hate to keep doing this, but not anyone I know, but Hermione definitely reminds me of Monica from Friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i see that Um, yes but i gosh i can't think of okay um ron reminds me of priscilla really priscilla Priscilla would have those funny comebacks right next to you (laughs) that's my boy i love (laughs) him 
Wow, I feel so honored. <laughs> uh, Neville reminds me of Trevor. My sister's dog, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, Trevor. What reminds you of, of Trevor? I don't know. It's just goofy. Yes. I mean, Neville's not that goofy, but I feel like... I think he's unintentionally... In the same situations that Neville got. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, if Trevor was a human, I feel like he would be Neville. Yeah. yeah. Who knows what goes on in his doggy brain? <laughs> he just wants cuddles. Do magical plants only exist to wizards? Here's how I think it is. I think it's, it's like, we see the plant, like, muggles see them and they acknowledge them, but, like, they don't know the full... They don't know it's, it's magical. Like, yeah, they don't know it's magical. It's like they don't it's like there's like a, a weird shield that makes it to where they don't see all the magical properties of the yeah. of the thing. And also like I don't care to figure out why this plant you know, like I don't want to learn more about this plant. Because, you know, yeah. if as you read the series, um, you'll see how the magical world hides certain things from mm, yeah. muggles. And it, it's kind of like that, where, like, to a muggle, it's not interesting. I don't care. I don't want to know what that old building looks like. Like, I'm not even going near it. Is yeah, there like a way a of, like, culture. yeah. So I feel like plants are probably the same way. Mm. Like, they could, they could still see them, but they just don't really acknowledge it. It's probably yeah. only, like, in, like, the Amazon forest. Like, you're not going to find a magical plant in a muggle's yard just growing. But what if it's, like, you know how, like, poison oak makes us itchy? What oh. if it's, like, you touch, po like, poison oak and we just see it as, like, the three poison little leaves. Oak. But there's more to it, like, something, like, yeah. little tiny thingies, like, poke you. <laughs> nice. I like it. Oh, does that kind of answer how are the muggles? Oh yeah, uh, and how are the muggles kept from discovering them? So they have yeah, like answered like that. the poison ivy. Poison ivy. They have like ways of either concealing them or like painful ways of keeping them away, defending themselves. <laughs> yeah. Um, for Priscilla. Ew. Now that you're getting into Harry Potter, do you regret not getting into it sooner? From Mike. Well, Mike. Yes. <laughs> no well honestly if i had gotten into it sooner we wouldn't have been doing this podcast so looking at it in that perspective no i do not regret it i but i and honestly i'm glad that it all happened the way it did so i don't regret it when i say yes it's kind of like oh it would have been nice to have had that i guess because you were still so into the books when we became best friends laura it would have been nice to like have that with you as well mm -hmm. but that would probably be the only the only uh reason but i think that it worked out for us yeah for me to yeah. read it now in this uh time in my life yeah it's it's cool seeing your perspective as an adult reading it you know yeah yeah that is that's true. a good question another one for priscilla you want to read it jenny yeah mm -hmm. so this one's from becca or as kurt and i like to say beaky <laughs> I'm sorry I did that to you, Becca, but I had to. <laughs> if you had to pick a house for um, us, as in Sissy and I, would it be the ones we were sorted into, or is there another one that you think is best suited for us? Uh, yeah, I think I like answered a little bit of this, but I, reading the um, 
the traits, just kind of looking at it, I think you guys are both very much Hufflepuffs, Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. I kind of agree with Laura when you're like, you don't see the Gryffindor a lot of times. I see more Hufflepuff a lot more, but you know, I guess the test declared it. So I would definitely say Hufflepuff for both of you. Yeah. I like it. Sissy had a bit of an identity crisis. I did. did. Yes. (laughs) It was like a few months ago. She was just like, I took the the, um, percentage quiz and it says that I'm Hufflepuff. And I agree. I agree with that. I agree with that too. But I also believe that the the magic of the hat put me in Gryffindor and it just knows my potential, you know? (laughs) No. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I think something we also have to remember <laughs> is that we are taking these tests as adults. Yeah. This test is technically supposed to be for 11-year-old. True. True. And so this is true. our values change as you get older. And honestly, I feel like a lot of the times, a lot of people's values have a tendency of, as you get older, they do swerve a little bit more towards, like, closer to, like, Hufflepuff things because Hufflepuff's really broad because it's the story behind that it's like oh Oh, if you're brave uh Gryffindor wanted brave Slytherin wanted the um what is it mainly purebloods but also like um but like the determined Mm -hmm. and then um Ravenclaw wanted the smartest and Hufflepuff's just like just give them all to me (laughs) like I don't care Mm -hmm. and like I just want to teach everybody. I want everybody to to have this knowledge, and I feel like that's a. It's just very broad to where, yeah, you get a lot of Hufflepuffs. Yeah, I can see that. But yeah, I guess that would be what I would pick for you guys. I like them. Becca also asks, "Will you ladies do the extra books like the original Fantastic Beasts companion books?" Maybe, yeah, maybe we'll see. Yeah, that's that'd be I mean, cool. That's never that's yeah. like not. I don't think that's something that we've discussed, but yeah, that would be kind of cool. Right now, Fantastic Beasts. There's a question mark with Fantastic Beasts right now. Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, so it's. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll see what happens with the series in itself. I mean, I think they'll probably complete it, the movies. But I haven't seen any of the Fantastic Beasts movies actually. That's I don't okay. Know if- I would finish Harry Potter first. Yeah, I mean, yeah. not that it tells a whole lot. It does go with it. Like, there's there's things they revert back and mention, but it's kind of its own story, and it, it doesn't come with a novel, so I think everyone is still discovering what Fantastic Beast is all about. Yeah, but yeah we haven't really talked about it, but we're, we're kind of already just the seven books feels like a, a lot. So uh-huh. we'll, we'll just, yeah. I think we'll just see. That'd be cool to keep going and to even get yeah. into Cursed Child. That'd be cool. <laughs> How long did it take us to do this one book? Like three months? Yeah. About, yeah. yeah. But the other books are a lot longer. I mean, yeah. it doesn't, yeah, it's, it, I guess we can't really compare this one. I feel like this is the smallest book, right? Or the shortest book. Yeah, smallest book. And yeah. also it's the first book. So if we're talking about it like we're reading it for the first time, there's not a lot that we can discuss. So I feel like as the books progress, we'll be like Mm. questioning more and, you know. I'm excited. I know. Like, I'm really excited Uh, for Chamber. What I'm trying to do is I'm, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to have like on my computer, like a sticky note or a note thing for each book. And then as we go through the series, 
if there's something like a detail like I know there's a couple details from the first book that I'm like I can't bring this up yet I can't bring this up yet oh so you remember to yeah so yes, I actually I've been, bring it up I've been in the proper book putting those in my memos <laughs> I need to start doing that so I can be like Priscilla remember when we talked about this for two seconds yeah, it's like there are moments where I'm just like, oh, I want to say something. I can't, but I, I want to say it. Um, mm, yeah, so that's what I, I want to do. I'm excited to actually like, yeah, because there are moments where you guys are like, okay, we can't say anything. Okay, we we'll just uh, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I'm like ah, just tell me. Okay, I'll read the question from Victoria Instagram. Okay, it's a good one for the moms, but I think we can all just um answer will you introduce the books to your kids or let them find them oh he's already introduced (laughs) (laughs) we've watched the first movie first couple movies together um obviously he has not retained any of it but i have the illustrated and i really want to read the illustrated to him and i think i think we're actually getting to the point where i could start um, just because now that he's in his toddler bed, he actually like lays down with me while I read, Aww. which is so sweet. Mm. But I'll probably wait until like he can actually comprehend the story. Yeah. Yes. So when I first saw the illustrated books, I was like, I'm going to read my kids this one. Like I'm going to yeah. read the book. That's and- a good idea. I didn't even think about that. I'm so glad I have it now. Yeah, because they're just so... Like I loved when my uh, my both my our parents liked to read us books when we were younger before bed, and just I don't think we ever had a book that like that like the illustrated yeah. version. So I could just imagine just like how colorful everything is and how I don't know it's just so pretty. Yeah, yeah. But I'd be like, don't touch, don't. Yeah, touch I'm it. really <laughs> excited at the thought of like reading. Taraxis and then him being like ooh look there's a a troll or like and then him creating his own stories mm-hmm. from the pictures of that because those pictures are so just they're they're so pretty and I feel like it's like a really good jumping board for imagination. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely I think I would definitely I mean just based off of this first book, I feel like it's something that I would want my uh kids to read. I also feel like Harry Potter is I don't know. I guess this is just me because we literally have a podcast based off of the series. But like, um, I just feel like there's not really something else out there like it. And it's kind of timeless in that sense. So I think it would be something that hopefully my kids would. um... God, I don't know if Myra Aerith read it. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, I don't I don't know if they have. I'm surprised I didn't ask them last time I saw them. I don't think I liked- so. Myra's really into anime right now, and it's all about video games, but <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to ask them next time I see them. I liked how one of Sissy Knight's friends, Chelsea, she's introducing the Harry Potter books to her niece. Oh, yes. Every mm. birthday, I think, something like that. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I think every birthday she gifts her niece. It's, it's prob- She's probably given all the books then at this point, and she'll write a whole little note in the big in the cover for her niece and i think oh it's so cute they would read together when she was younger yeah i think that's really sweet especially because those books i mean these books they grow with you they do get Mm -hmm. darker to where 
like, obviously, I'm not going to be reading pretty much three up to (laughs) seven to my two-year-old child. Like, one and two are good. One or two are good little um, fun stories. Yeah. Interesting. So it gets darker. Yeah. Spoiler. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I figured. Because they become, they're older at that point. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like yeah. Teenagers. But that's true, though. Like, I feel like, ooh, I wonder if it would be like a good idea to introduce it to them. Just going off of me, my kids. At like yeah. ten and like and their tenth birthday oh, yeah. and then go a lot all the way to seven. Like yeah. to do, you know, eleventh yeah. birthday thing. Eleventh birthday, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. And that would give them like a whole year to read it. And it's something that they, I'm sure, like Chelsea and her niece, like this is her niece is probably something that she looked forward to every mm-hmm. year as a tradition from from her. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool because I I got the book when I was ten. So for my tenth birthday, so it, was, it almost lined up. So I kind of got to grow up with Harry too. I guess that could have been a reason why that I liked the book too so much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you literally got to grow with it because again, you got it when you were ten, and the series finished your senior year of high school, right? Something like that. I believe so. It was either, yeah, because I think the movies um, ended like in college. Oh, that's cool. So you did kind of grow with it. Do you uh want to read David's questions? Yes. So I asked, I asked my husband David if he would like to ask a question, and he was like, mm, "No." And then he gets on our Instagram and posts questions. So <laughs> it's just he gave us some jokes. What do you call a mailman that can talk to packages? Have you heard this joke before, Joni? No. No. Okay. A parcel tongue. <laughs> but Priscilla will get there. <laughs> David, these are not first book appropriate jokes. Uh, yeah, I, t- I told him. I have no idea to what be that more means, careful. so it's okay. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's not that big of a spoiler. Yeah, it's, it's just not, not that funny big of a to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny to me either, but. <laughs> Good one, David. Good one. Dang, Joni. Okay, why doesn't Voldemort wear glasses? He doesn't have a nose. Nobody knows. <laughs> oh, I was going to say because he's like a snake, so like he sees with his tongue. Is that smell? Yeah, they, I, don't I think know, they smell, taste. smell with their smell. But don't they have little. I don't know. So, they Nobody do knows. Something extra with their tongue. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody <laughs> knows. But the. Psh- David, I did not appreciate those. <laughs> did not, I mean, Joni did not find your jokes funny, David. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode. This was fun. This yeah, little yeah. Q&A that we had. Thank you for the questions. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sending them over. It was nice to hear from you guys because I know it's not something that, you know, as a podcast, we don't get to really chat with you guys during. Yeah, we're still trying it. to figure that out. Yeah. But. Thank you for taking the time to go on these posts and send us questions. And thank you guys for listening today. If you enjoyed our episodes, one through 10 in this one mm-hmm. and the next one, um, we would really, really appreciate if you helped the podcast by leaving a review wherever you listen, whether that's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or we're on Google, yeah, Podcasts Google Podcast as well. 
Yeah. So if you guys can leave a review. Yeah. Whatever platform you listen to us on, we would so, so appreciate that. It really, really will help the podcast. um, And it's a way to let that platform know that you're enjoying it if you are. And if you want to stay connected with us outside the podcast, uh, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Unveiling the Magic. And we're also on Twitter at Unveiling Magic. Yep, yep, yep. Come say hi. Yeah. Check out the reviews. We have one already. Oh, the review that we have is (laughs) made me LOL. (laughs) How did he know that he was the one that gave you the book? Oh, how, how did, did he, he figure know? out? Yeah. Um, because he he was just like, oh, my God, I didn't know you guys were doing a like uh, this podcast. And I'm like, yeah, we've, we've been doing it. And he's like, I'm so behind. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. You know, if you're going to listen <laughs> to the first episode, I'll just I'll just let you know that you're one of the three people that I, I owe a book to. He was like, <laughs> oh, my God, no matter – no wonder my, my set looks so off. That's like, funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a good review. Um, yeah, so whatever you guys want to want to put in there, we would appreciate it. Um, just let us know how you're liking it. But yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you. And until next time, mischief managed. Bye. 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 Oh my god, I just had to turn off my turn down my mic. I just realized I was in the red and then my lines are like <laughs> Well, I just recently learned how to like lower your whole thing. Oh, okay. Is that why I'm quieter in these last few episodes? Yeah. Is it too much? Like I've been trying to no. like, does it sound even? <laughs> I just realized that I was quieter and I'm like, okay. I guess I'm just being quieter. I'm doing a good job. And the last episodes, or the last 10 episodes of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's what we'll be doing. (laughs) Oh, Laura. Um, I felt like I was going to say something. You were, I think. Sorry I cut you off. (laughs) No, you're fine. I feel like my brain is half here and half planning everything in my life right now. (laughs) Yeah. I understand that. Um... I don't know. It's gone. I'm sorry. It's okay. Bye-bye, memory. Ellie, is that necessary? Oh, actually, I want to change my mind. What? I want to change my answer. You can keep going, though. Oh. He, um, he did an inappropriate sign. Oh. No, I saw it, but I'm assuming it's because he heard you. What kind of freaking inappropriate Harry Potter jokes can there be? It was a long list of jokes, but like a lot of them were not that good. They weren't even funny. They were like there's the the classic of "Can I slither in?" Yeah. Oh, oh god, that's funny actually.